Welcome to the Garage Gym Experiment podcast, where we dive deep into the home gym scene. Each week, we put out Sunday surveys where you tell us your thoughts on products, builds, and all things home gym related. We're here to break down the numbers and to talk shop. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. What's up, everyone? We're here to do a DIY deep dive in this two-part episode with some of the top content creators <laughs> in the space. We have Kyle from Kaizen DIY Gym and the wildly popular podcast, Do You Even Lift Bro? We've got Michael from Nice Like Mike and then Peej from Design Build Lift. What's up, guys? Thanks for being here. Hey, nice to be here. Nice to be here. Nice to be here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Thanks for having us, Jake. Uh, oh, you got it. Uh, so as normal, we will go over the survey data in part one, and then we'll do a Q&A with these fellas in part two. All right. So what do we have here for the DIY deep dive? We're going to start off with overall level of interest, talk about the number of DIY projects most are doing for their home gym. Are they going to do any this year? DIY projects versus home gym hacks. What's more popular? We have a list of products that we asked about in terms of build or buy. For example, would you build or buy a deadlift platform? And then we'll, we'll move on to the Q and A with these guys. To start off level of interest in DIY projects for your home gym. So we had about 23% vote high, 43% vote medium. And then the rest there is, is low or neutral with about 33% of that being low and then 2% neutral. We did this survey back in January too. Um, it changed slightly. There was about 13% higher interest in those medium or high votes. Cool. So it went up slightly there. What are you guys' thoughts on this overall level of interest? Are you surprised? I'm surprised it went up, frankly. Um, I would think it would go down as, as the supply chain uh, righted itself, basically. Um, right. I would think that this would start going down and people would be less likely to uh, be doing DIY projects, frankly. But the cost of steel is still going up, the cost of equipment, and then with gas and inflation, I feel like this makes this hmm. makes sense. You know, more people are looking towards DIY as an, if not a permanent solution, like a temporary solution to, to get past all this stuff that's going on until they can, you know, afford nice pieces that they actually want. Yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm, encouraged to see that it went up since January. I would love to have some like retroactive data from like peak 2020 when the equipment shortage was hitting all of us. But right. yeah, I think, you know, I actually kind of delayed my responses because I wanted to get a little bit of a, a peek at how people were voting at the end of Sunday. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did it right yeah. away. It's yeah. a bad idea. I usually do. Most of the time I'm like watching their stories come up by the second, you know, and, yeah. and, and giving an answer. But yeah, I think I'm encouraged. I think, and obviously with more content creators showing up and, and showing some cool stuff that they're doing and, and maybe piquing some interest and, and hopefully encouraging people, you know, I get a lot of responses from people who say that they're not uh, handy or don't know how to do these types of things. And I, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to encourage them. I'm, I'm a novice myself. You gotta, you gotta pick up a saw and get going and give it a shot. But right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It would have been good to know, like back when the lumber prices were as high as they were, because that was yeah. kind of the joke, like a year ago it was like, 
It costs more than the steel. Right. So, yeah. yeah. But that's that's kind of changed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, thank God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think have they come back they haven't gone back down to what they were pre twenty twenty. No. But they're not quite as no. high. Yeah. But it's not like ten bucks for a two by four. Like it was oh it was pretty high, like at the peak. And then I remember uh two by fours being around two, three, four bucks like before. So I wanna say it's like Closer to that, but not quite down that low. I'll admit lumber can be kind of a blind item for me because I know I need it for our content. So I just grab the lumber. Right. And then uh, when I get to the registers, when I go, holy crap, what did I just do? <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember, you know, four by fours were a little over 20 bucks per four, but for an eight foot four by four uh, at the peak. And to tell you the truth, I don't know what they are right now, but. I, I'm sure it's significantly lower. I want to say they're around 12 where I am. Okay. And you're, you're not too far from me. So yeah, probably around the same for you. Cool. Let's move on to, uh, there's a few questions about just how many have you completed? To start off, we have about 70% that have completed at least one DIY project specifically for their home gym. And then when we asked specific numbers, you could see that only about 14% are saying that they completed over four, which was down a little bit from what we saw in January. It's most likely that if you have completed one, you're most likely in that two to three bucket. That's where about 39% of the votes came from. If I would venture yeah, I to think guess was... what they are, the, the uh, people who did, what is it, one to four, I'd say probably deadlift platform, uh, barbell storage, plate storage. Maybe a belt squat? Maybe, yeah, Barbell probably belt squat. Yeah. I mean, pretty easy. Pretty common, yeah, yeah. But that's cool. That's yeah, actually I, I think pretty... about storage. Right, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I think storage is one of the one of the, probably the most common ones that I see out there. It, it, it's it can be really simple. It can obviously get pretty intense from the builds and everything like that. But I think that storage is usually the one that I think of. Barbell storage, I didn't think about that one. Belt squat for sure, Peach. Hopefully, more people are out there building belt squats. Yeah, yeah. It's a no brainer. Yeah, I think about it as me, a non-handyman or someone that doesn't really do much DIY. I would personally want storage the most if I did end up doing something because you're able to specifically customize it to a specific amount of weight, yes. specific amount of products, and you can kind of make it how you want, whereas everything on the market is relatively fixed. Right. Mm -hmm. You can get a three-prong weight storage thing or a mass storage, which is made specifically for this amount of weight, or there's certain shelves that might not work perfectly for what you end up putting there, et cetera. So that's what I think about um, when I think about what I would want to do for my home gym. Jake, I'm curious where you fall on this pie chart. You know, I'm going to have to go with uh, zero. Wow. Zero. You've done zero? Crazy. Oh, man. Crazy, dude. You're an outlier on this I mean, one. I would, yeah. Back in the day, I, I would use things like bike hooks or like magnetic storage. So I used a lot of like hacks okay. as I was growing my gym, mm. but nothing DIY. Dipped your toes in the water a little bit, but didn't, yeah. didn't quite dive in. Like if I see instructions for putting together a shelf or something like that, mm. I'm the type of guy that actually kind of gets nervous, you know, like <laughs> I get overwhelmed by reading instructions. I'm not, I'm just, that's like not my strength. I'm not very patient. And I, I typically skip steps, end up making a mistake, going back, fixing it. So like, it's just not like 
top of mind for me to, to do a DIY project. I feel like a lot of what you guys do is you see a problem and you just like figure out how you can solve that. Whereas that's just not what I do. I think the, um, the biggest barrier to entry to this is going to be, do you have the tools, right? Because mm -hmm. you're going to have to invest in, yeah. you know, a circ saw, a miter saw, you know, what a drill, all, all these things. And that, those are some upfront costs that a lot of people just aren't going to be ready to commit to. And it's just much easier to buy. Personally, yeah. I already had all the tools, which is before I started, you know, this DIY journey. So it was easy for me. Yeah. It probably doesn't help that when content creators are posting their videos or their tutorials, they're, they're showing it with, you know, high level equipment, miter saws and drill presses and things of that nature. Even though, you know, these things can be done with a hand drill, a hand saw, you don't have to go, you know, that far uh, down the road with your, with your equipment, but it, it obviously helps and makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And if it makes you feel any better, Jake, I go into building Ikea stuff real cocky. And so I barely even look at the directions and I still have to take it apart and redo it. It's like every single time. So it's not just you, man. Yeah. I'm not like ashamed of it. I'm openly admitting I'm just not the, the handiest. Yeah. Huh. I feel you, bro. Well, if you need any stuff, I'm down the street, man. Oh, I know. Let's move on to, uh, so this year, so about one quarter say that they have a high probability that they will do a DOI project for their home gym. That's down a little bit from January where 27% was the vote. The amount of low interest is up 14% as well. All these stats that you, you take in, in January, are they generally higher than later in the year just because you have all the, uh, you know, the new year's resolution people thinking, yeah, this is the year I'm going to get a gym together and I'm going to start, you know, building stuff and getting in shape. And then it kind of peters out. Uh, I wouldn't say for these surveys. Okay. I would say that is, it's definitely the, the trend from like a interest in home gym. January is definitely the highest and it kind of peaks around April, May. Hmm. And then it starts dying down until like back to school season. And then it is on a ramp up again until like Christmas and the New Year's and then January and then back down. That's what I've noticed. In terms of the surveys, the Instagram algorithm is the, the big one. Whatever the Instagram algorithm is doing at the time hmm. is the number one factor, I would say. That is an interesting point though to bring up, Peach. I hadn't thought about that. I noticed as far as like the content I'm creating, there's like sort of a lull now where like just not as many views or listens or likes pretty much on anything. And I was wondering if it was like just with nicer weather, people are going outside more. But I think I think that has something to do with it, too. Like people just get into fitness around New Year's and it sort of dies off. And then by the summertime, anybody who is still hanging on, who's not, you know, committed to making it a lifetime decision is probably dropped off by now. So, yeah. All right, let's move on to more interest between home gym hacks and home gym DIY projects. This is one where uh, home gym hacks won uh, just about four out of five votes. Mm -hmm. And it was up a, a little bit from January as well. So I'm not surprised by this one. I think just like based off of like what I was saying earlier, I think most people are in my boat where if they can do a hack rather than a DIY project, they most likely will. But yeah, curious to hear what you guys think. 
Yeah, I think I think the barrier to entry on a hack is obviously much lower. I think it's going to apply to you or it's not. You're kind of one of those things where you either have the piece of equipment that you're, you know, you're slightly modifying and calling it a hack or using it in some type of unique way. And that just kind of becomes a light bulb for people like, I never thought of that. Right. So there's that there's no real barrier to entry for them because they've already got the equipment. Whereas, as we've already discussed, you know, DIY requires equipment. It requires a certain level of know-how or a willingness to fail a little bit. Yeah, that's what I got for that one. I agree. I'll just tack onto that one. Like a hack is basically adding additional functionality to something you already have versus building a new thing from scratch. So I could definitely see the appeal in, you know, I already have all this stuff. I don't want to build more stuff. I just want to use this stuff that I currently have in new ways. So yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah. Hacks are just less intimidating in general. And uh, I've noticed that anytime I put the word hack in my YouTube video, views are way higher than Mm. DIY. Nice. Noted. Thanks for that, (laughs) Pete. All right. And then then the last thing we have here is just build or buy. So we have eight different products. I'll just quickly list them off in the order of most popular to build versus buy all the way down to the least most likely to build. So number one, deadlift platform, about 70% said that they would likely build versus 30% buy. Plyo box was about 44% build. Plate storage, 37. Barbell storage, 34. Mass storage unit, 28%. Preacher pad, 15%, jammer arms, 9%, and then power rack, 6%. Yeah. And I will say that the order of this list did not change at all from January. Huh. The amount of percent buy went from like 66% to 69%. So overall, relatively the same numbers. Yeah, if you, if you look at these, at least in my mind, it's kind of <laughs> going from... Uh, simplest to to more complex, obviously. Um, you got a few outliers there in the middle, you know, plate storage, those kinds of things. It's still relatively easy, but it's also pretty easy to pick up pretty cheap, especially if you're buying used to get those things. So you're going to, you know, personally, you know, I'm not going to build a, you know, a, a weight tree, even though it's super easy, because I can get one for like 20 bucks used. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense to me to just, just buy it. But yeah, a power rack is obviously going to be a huge project and a deadlift platform is relatively very easy. The yeah. one that blows my mind on this list, and I remember thinking this last time, is a plyo box is number two. That's so difficult, man. Yes. I make to do this, it to do it right, yeah. To do it right. Yes. And yeah, they're like all these pieces put together, plus you're like jumping on it. So integrity, yes. structural integrity is really, really important. And like 45% of people think, no, I'm just going to go build one of those real quick. Like plate storage, barbell storage, all these other things would be so much easier in my opinion. I think you're onto something there, but I think the plyo box looks easy to build. Yeah. So that's sure. why it, that's why it's number two. I want to know how many people try to build one yeah. and they're like, nope, and then ended up buying one. Right. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I'd love to see like what they're envisioning when they're voting so high on the plyo box because i mean that's getting into joints and like you said kyle i mean the the added stress of you jumping on it over and over and over again it's i mean i was one of these people who would have thought that i could have built it two years ago when i started this journey absolutely and then i started looking into it 
And I thought, there's absolutely no way I'm going to even try to do this. And I just started stacking, <laughs> you know, two right. by sixes and two by twelves and called it a plyo box. It's it's not really, it's just a block. But yeah, that's, I, I agree with you on that one, Kyle, that it, it it's surprising to me that it sits as high as it does. Yeah. Was there anything that you don't see here that I should have added? Yeah, I think uh, I'm surprised that uh, Belt Squad isn't on here. Uh, yeah. It's the simple one where it's just a, you know, a lever. You put some weights on it and you hook it up to your rack. It's very easy. Right. Yeah, that's probably one of the most common things that people send to me to have me repost is like belt squats. And there are different versions. There's like the the lever version. There's the like hanging dead weight version, sort of like the squat max. And then there's the cable version, like the one I made that you tried out. Uh, but I just see so many of these everywhere. I would say deadlift platform as number one, belt squat would probably be number two. I think the only one that I, I would be curious about would be like wall storage. I know that everybody's got mad love for wall control. Are list. you talking like Kurt Locker, like French cleat style no. wall storage? Just no. pegboard, right? Yeah. Like either pegboard or, you know, like I've, I've just got, uh, like some two by twelves on the wall that I've just cut, you know, put some dowels in. And the, the great thing about it is that, you know, once you know what you're going to put up there, you can kind of set your dowels or whatever you're, you, I mean, I've got a mixture of dowels and various like garage hooks that I, I picked up at home Depot that are exactly where I need them to be. And then when they're not, it's, you know, wood is, or lumber is very forgiving and then you can just move it to a different spot. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, as, as your, as your collection grows or diminishes a little bit. Yeah. I think wall storage would be a good one. I think maybe a, a cable pulley system, I would think might be, uh, my number one. Yeah. Um, now that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. there's been a lot of videos. I know I've made one, uh, you know, Get, get the cheapo uh, Home Depot pulley, get some vinyl cable and uh, a plate pin and you're off to the races. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good one to add. Yeah. I think those are all good suggestions. I would be curious about that belt squat just because it's so expensive if you're not DIYing it that most people don't even consider. Right. That was the last one. Let me do a quick recap. So to start, only about a quarter have high interest in DIY projects. Much of the rest has medium interest. Nearly seven out of 10 have done at least one DIY project in their home gym. Most that complete one are likely to do a few at least. About one out of four have high probability that they will do one DIY project this year. There's still quite a bit more interest uh, from the masses in home gym hacks. And then when it comes to build or buy, the deadlift platform and then the storage options were some of the most likely projects that your average Joe, I guess, would do around their home gym. And that's going to do it. Cool.